Welcome to episode 19 of season 3 of the 126 podcast. That's a lot of numbers, but you don't have to worry about that today. Today is the baseball spectacular, and we're going to talk about all things baseball. So let's get into it. I'm Addison McElvin. I'm back with me as always. Coach Weaver, Coach O. Like I said, this is a baseball spectacular. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Me too. Okay. We did uh, softball spectacular last week. Um, go out and check that out and listen to it. We're just firing up softball season and following up baseball this week. That means spring is here. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff coming around. Sure felt like spring last week, didn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, we are coming back from kind of a weird week. Yeah. Um, you know, happy that we can get stuff back. I know that that always – is that is that annoying for y'all? Is that tough for y'all athletics-wise? It's, extre- it's extremely I mean, annoying. However, uh, we are used to being annoyed because we lived through the scheduling nightmare that was COVID. And then the next year after what COVID, where it was a mini scheduling nightmare, in some ways worse because – Really, nobody knew what to do. So mm-hmm. some people was move, were moving things around, other people weren't, and we, you know, whatever. Um, we also had snowmageddon last year, so we kind of went through that already. And um, so it's, I guess, it's become second nature to us. We as so a, two days I, we moved off like fifteen. Easy. We had to move like fifteen athletic events in a something a, like that in a day or two. And um, because of two days, yeah. Dang. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, junior high events. Up well, every now days. and then we need something to give y'all some work to do. Yeah. We know all the we know the coaches and the athletes just make y'all look good all the time. I had so. to get out of my hammock. We make yeah. it look easy, don't we, coach? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, we're gonna hear more about something that you've got for us, Coach Weaver. I didn't know if it was more about this or more about something else, so I just left it open. As for long you. as it's about me, Addison, yep. it's all of good. Of course. So. Last week in the weave, I talked a little bit about uh, something that wasn't weather-related or schedule-related. I guess it was schedule-related. It was a big week because it was realignment week. Mm-hmm. And we, for the first time I've, I, since I've been in this business, we did realignment from home on the computer. Uh, normally, we would have, you know, football coaches would have gone to over to Birdville and we would have gone to the regional offices and we would have gotten our packet and, and you meet with people and do the draws and get your initial football schedule and, and start work with your new districts. Um, we all did that from our living rooms. We learned how to do that, as you know, through COVID. And, um, but here we are this week and we have brand new districts for the 2022 through 24 alignment for Forney ISD high schools. Um, we were kind of throwing around some guesswork last week when we had the softball coaches on. How close were you? Uh, that's old news. I, I mean, we were on the money with what North Forney's going to be. I think I think we all f- more or less predicted what North Forney's 6A district is. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty local, honestly. Everybody close by besides North Forney. It's... Uh, Mesquite and Mesquite Horn, the two Mesquite 6A schools. Rockwall and Rockwall Heath, uh, the two Rockwall 6A schools. Royce City, who's coming up with us from 5A. They were in our previous district. And Tyler Legacy, so that's kind of the outlier um, that Tyler 6A schools got to go somewhere. But we more or less predicted that, too. I think most of us in talking through it anticipated that. And is Tyler, Tyler Legacy is the one that used to be Tyler Lee? Right? Tyler, yeah. Okay. And so Tyler, Tyler has two high schools as well, right? They've got a 5A and a 6A, very much like right. us. Um, and so you know, over in, over in uh, Forney's football district, that's where the other Tyler school is. Where Tyler High is, is with uh, – um, now we're shifting to 5A. Forney's Division I 5A football. So it's West Mesquite, Lufkin. <laughs> Longview, I'm pausing for dramatic effect, Mm -hmm. Tyler, Lancaster, North Mesquite, and McKinney North, which was 
a bit of a shocker to me. And we, we you know, we kind of talked about, you know, could be Longview Lufkin, could be, you know, it's probably po- possible Tyler's going to be in there. McKinney North really kind of shocked me. I did not expect them to be thrown in. If you look at a map from McKinney North to Lufkin, is a long way, yeah. you know, well over 200 miles. Um, Welcome to Texas. Yeah, and and that's just the deal when you get when you get two divisions, uh, and, and and football's got to be a smaller group. Now, the rest of the five A, what what we call the volleyball basketball district, which is every other sport. Those are you know the, the two we begin with, but everybody else um, has kind of an old familiar district. It's Forney, Corsicana, Crandall, Ennis, Lancaster, Red Oak, and Terrell. So if you look into that, again, this is Forney High, all sports besides football. Um, that's the old 8-5A, which we were in that district mm-hmm. back in the late 2000s. Um, that's the exact district that... It, when you were in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't, have, didn't have Crandall because Crandall right, hadn't come right, up yet. Right. It did have West Mesquite and Mesquite Poteet. Right. So um, that's the only difference. So we, we're, that's a familiar group for us. Our junior highs uh, play in the Metro League, uh, which includes all of those schools. Um, so we, we've got a lot of familiarity mm-hmm. with them. It's not; it wasn't a complete shock. Um, so there you go. It's a six A district with North Forney football and every other sport are the same. Um, that'll be. Um, and so, is explain to us why they're different at five A? Because five A football is split into two divisions: Division One, which is the are the large five A's. Mm-hmm. And Division Two, which are the little bit smaller five A's, and that is because there's just so many. There's a lot of five A schools, but also there's so much disparity between mm-hmm. the bottom end and the top end. And <clears throat> you know, you literally can have a five A school on the top end on in a Division One five A school that's essentially twice as big as, as a small Division Two mm-hmm. five A school. So it's it's to give a little more parity there within the the competitive group. Um, once you get to six A, I guess the thought you know the thought process kind of thought, thought process kind of is once you get that big i mean it kind of is what it is right i mean you, you know 6a goes on up you mm-hmm. see some of those 6a schools with four five six even seven thousand yeah kids. i saw i saw the district allen's in they have seven thousand kids and every other school's right at like 2300 yeah that's that's like you know it's it, it's probably hard to say oh i mean yeah that, that's really equitable but it you know kind of is mm-hmm. what it is because if you split 6a into two divisions and you took the top end there's just not very many of them no they'd so, be traveling everywhere yeah, i mean they'd have to go to houston and right like, i mean so it'd be crazy that everywhere. won't work mm-hmm. um functionally um anyway there's all, those are our new districts of course we're still in our 135a operational right now we're finished through the spring in 135a this start kicks off next fall but as i said last week a flurry of activity comes out of this because Districts will be do, having organizational meetings and putting schedules together. Um, we were the chair of 85A and 135A throughout this last alignment. So now we're, we'll be determining uh, new chairs and working on sub sub chairs and having meetings with head coaches to met, to work through scheduling and administrative plans. There's just a lot of stuff that comes out of a new realignment. Um, it's not like you just get your schools and everything. You know, it's a mm-hmm. it's a package deal. Well, there's a lot of work that goes into prepping for those two years. So that's what we start now as we go through the spring, and we have an exciting new competitive group. Well, Here we go. This is obviously I, – I definitely want to get to our guests and, and Ozone here, but um, I'm going to ask you a question that you're going to get. Um, you know, this is obviously a big thing. People are seeing this. We knew that North was going up. Yeah. Forney and North are no longer in the same district for yeah. football. Mm-hmm. So I know people are going to ask, what does that mean for North Forney and – it's, it means the same as every other sport, yep. right? So um, we don't make them play, mm-hmm. and we don't make them not play. So if, if it's mutually beneficial and it fits within the schedule, then they can play. If it's not or it doesn't, they don't have to. Mm-hmm. They're not, the UIL didn't align them together. Um, I would say, you know, there will be some schools, some, some sports that probably do play one another if, yeah. if they need to. Uh, some probably won't. Football's not. If you look at the football schedule, Forney actually has one more team mm-hmm. in their football district than North Forney does. So they had talked about playing early. They had talked about like a week three game. Mm-hmm. They can't even play a week three game because Forney's already playing district right. by week three. Right. Um, and, and, you know, being two different classifications – 
there's a lot that goes into you only, in a football. You only have a two to three games mm-hmm. to get ready for your right, district that start you schedule. You got to try to get you know the right people in the right place in the right time. Home, the right number of home games, mm-hmm. right number of away games. I mean, um, anyway. So as we go through all these sports, if the coaches, if it if it mutually benefits them to schedule a game with one another, they will. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not. They can. Um, I see the ba- the baseball coaches already looking at each yeah. other across the district, but they don't have to. It it may work out right. that it's better not. So well, that's up to them. We love the Unity Bowl. Yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer, but you know, I'm just gonna. I don't think this is a spoiler or anything. Forney's growing like crazy. Oh yeah. Like we said, we they can schedule that game any year. This will. We have not seen the last of the Unity Bowl for sure. No, and right. it, you know, Forney. Just, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you if if the what's the trend in Forney? If you look around, the number of houses being built, the number of lots that are prepped, uh, the predictions of the demographers mm-hmm. who are paid to study this stuff. I mean. Even if you just look at the numbers of seventh and eighth graders that are feeding Forney now, and how much bigger those classes are than the senior and junior classes that'll be graduating, mm-hmm. Forney's going to be six A right. in two years, and we're, we're going to be right back in the same yep. district. Yep. I mean, it's just um, they could potentially have six A numbers by next year. You don't have it's not a real right. limit year, yep. but uh, Forney's growing fast. So this will be good. It'll just build the tension for that next one. There you go. There we go. Yeah. All right. So hey, you know what? I'll throw this out too. Mm-hmm. We can cheer for each other and not have to oh, worry yeah, about. Oh yeah, we can. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. That's That'd be fun. Be, that'll be interesting. We do that anyway, don't we, Coach? Yeah. Yes, we do. It's Forney family. Everybody's in the one two six. There we go. Bring it all circle. All right. So without further ado, that was kind of a long weave, but we have interesting stuff with realignments. It's always interesting. I know people want to hear about it. So let's jump on over to Coach O. Well, all right. So today for the subject spotlight, you know, in honor of baseball, you know, I have to honor them. Um, I think we're going to talk runners. Still a lot of bases, right? Wrong. (laughs) We're talking peanuts. (laughs) I I bet y'all didn't know that there are four basic types of peanuts. And the most popular one in the U.S. is called a runner. So, how do you, you like have your done peanuts? your research? Well, hey, so I, I, have a, I have learned something new today. <laughs> yeah. Me too. You know, so you know, I like peanuts, preferably honey roasted. Okay. Okay. I know you're going to probably. Mm, I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say it. It's a good I topic. Like, I like this. I like honey roasted peanuts. And you know what? It's that's a baseball thing, isn't it? Yes, of course. Yeah. Good Absolute, deal. Absolutely. You know, it's so I'd, li- I'd like to know what what type of peanuts you guys like. Would you like for me to go first? Yes, sir. That you are the guest of honor, Coach Farrow, <laughs> and you've got the best baseball back peanut background here. So tell I'm us. Not so sure about that, but um, I'm just I'm a lover of all peanuts. So <laughs> the only peanut I don't like, um, and I've only had it once or twice, is a boiled peanut. And for some reason, those don't. <laughs> I've never had a boiled. Those don't do it for me. Um, but I love the traditional ballpark peanuts um, that you get out at any standard ballpark, mm-hmm. and I even love the old planters in a jar. Well, what yeah. about the, what about the Texas Roadhouse peanuts? Oh yeah, those are very similar to ballpark. They are pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, they I are. I love that because I can just throw them on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's always fun. So we have a player with us as well, Trent McGee. Do you what do you think about peanuts? You a peanut guy? Yeah, I'm pretty. I like those a lot. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree with Coach Farrow on the ballpark peanuts. There you go. So okay, a ballpark peanut is that? I'm assuming that. Has it been roasted? Yes. Yeah. Definitely salted. Definitely yes. salted. When I, yeah, the bag, I mean, it's just the, the, the salt hits We you. should probably know more about the things we're eating. We're yeah, just like, we don't even know if it's cooked or not. We're just like, just give it to me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'm of the impression that peanuts are healthy no matter how they come. Yeah. Right? It's like a. That's what I would think. It's, it doesn't have breading on it. It's probably healthy. It's healthy. It's not chocolate. In moderation, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'll tell you, Coach O. If I have to pick a peanut product, I'm going to go with Jif peanut butter. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm a. I could eat a peanut butter mm. and jelly sandwich, or just a peanut butter sandwich, every mm. day, and be perfectly happy with my diet. Do you like peanut butter and honey sandwiches? Not really. And I I like honey. I re, I re, like I do like honey, but I've never been one to mix peanut butter mm. and honey. I, I 
would have thought for sure you would have said something like some type of spicy sriracha. No, not peanut. really. If I'm just going to eat peanuts, I, I'm with I'm with these guys. You know, mm-hmm. I just, and I do. I'll buy that big bag at Brookshire's of uh, uh, roasted peanuts. You know, that's about this big, and just sit out in my yard and throw the throw the peanut shells everywhere. A lot of fun. Well, I don't know if I'm a huge peanut eater, but I'm actually going to go with boiled peanuts. I don't know if y'all have had boiled peanuts, but I I think it's kind of a southeast type thing. My grandpa is from Georgia. And he was a big boiled peanuts guy. My dad is too. And my dad will buy them in jars and just eat them cold, which I don't really like those. But I've had fresh boiled peanuts from like a little stand in Georgia. And they're hot and they're really good. But if you haven't had them before, they're really easy to crack open. But the it's not what you expect. The peanut has now turned into basically a bean. And it's soft. Oh. I think and that's why I didn't like it. They're it was very something different. I wasn't expecting yeah. at all. It's not, you, you know. And the, the shell gets all slimy. So a lot of people don't they don't like it going in. But I I like boiled peanuts a lot. Interesting. They're good. I've, I've never ne- even ne- heard of a boiled peanut. I've heard of it, but I've never it's eaten it. It's not really a Texas type thing, as far as I know. I don't know that many people who eat them, but the people I do know are from Georgia and I've seen people selling them on the side of the road in Georgia, so I'm just assuming here. Interesting. I think I think Georgia people are supposed to know about peanuts. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like the that's like the peanut some peanut yeah. capital of it is I've world, got I that think. that was my my grandpa said it was that was his first job he was like ten years old and would pick peanuts yeah um you know till sundown in the summer mm-hmm. and he would make like I don't know a dollar twenty five a week or something yeah. like that yep but it was enough to go to the movies so he's happy there you go so peanuts yeah. thanks coach there's my contribution appreciate it so let's start talking about baseball um. Kind of give us an update. Where are you all at right now in your season? How are things going? How are you feeling? You know, um, just let us know where you're at. Well, we're pretty uh, pretty new into the season. I think we're in the third week. We had our um, we've had a couple inter squad scrimmages, and we had our we had our first real scrimmage against another team last night. Uh, we faced off against Wiley for uh, quite a quite a while actually. Eleven eleven innings we played. We started um, in the late afternoon and played several hours through the night. Um, and it was a good start, um, you know, it's kind of what was expected. You know, at this time of year, the pitchers are usually in front of the hitters. It um, takes a little bit while for the hitters to get used to live pitching. And that we definitely saw that, um, especially early in the scrimmage. Um, there wasn't a lot of offense from either side, really. Uh, the pitchers dominated the scrimmage early. And we put together uh, a few runs uh, late in the scrimmage and, and kind of started figuring out a little bit later. Uh, but, you know, it was kind of what we expected for the first scrimmage. Um, we did not throw enough strikes, for sure. Um, on the back on the back end on our side we walked way too many guys but um, we know that's going to get cleaned up and you know the name of the game is to, to throw strike one throw strike one and uh, we didn't do that last night but uh, it's nothing nothing that we're concerned about right now um, you know kids are working hard we got a another another good group here at Forney High and uh, we're excited about what the what the season's bringing um, so you've been doing this for a while Right, you've been you've been coaching for a while. You've been through the start of a season and all that stuff. Um, does it ever feel different, or are you just excited? Just be, as excited hey, to start a season. It better now? feel different That's this what year, I Coach Perry. Are, are you looking at the gray hairs on my chin, Addison? Is that why you're saying I've been doing this a while? It feels uh, much different this year. Yeah, yeah for obvious reasons. Um, you know, I'm sure that most of the listeners know we have a new facility. Mm-hmm. Um, just an amazing facility. I tell people all the time it's gone. You know, when, when this came to fruition a little over a year ago, it was, um, you know, a dream, of course, and um, the dream became a reality, and it's way more than I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. We were, yes, we we're we're definitely going to get into that a little bit. Let's ask, let's go ahead and jump into our facility stuff here. Uh, so, Trent, are you a senior? Yes, sir. Okay, so um, so you've been here for a little while, got to play on the, the old field. Um, How would you feel the first time you got to run out there and check out the new field all finished? I liked it a lot. Um, like, I liked how the ball plays perfectly. The grass infield it goes slower, and then hits when it hits the dirt section, like speeds up a little bit. Okay, that's unique. that's interesting. Hey, Even though it's all turf, right? That's that's very interesting. So, um, how do y'all? Because I'm assuming in our district we've got some dirt and we've got some turf. Um, how how do y'all kind of? prepare for that differently I guess because I don't think a lot of people realize how different that does that it can play on turf as opposed to to dirt 
or even turf in the outfield as opposed to grass? Well, um, most of us have been already playing on dirt our entire lives and stuff like that. So it's pretty much the same thing. You just got to know when to expect a bad hop and stuff like that. And I guess it was, you know, um, just more standard for us in the past because we played on grass all the time. And when we uh, were preparing to go play on a turf field, we were fortunate enough in Forney to have plenty of places to go work out on turf. Uh, may not be the same company or the same type of turf, but, um, you know, we have that advantage as well to be able to go uh, practice on turf when we did have uh, a grass field. Um, I can honestly tell you, Addison, we're not going to go practice on a grass field yeah. before we go play a, a game on grass because why would we? Right. Yeah, you've got the turf. Um, I, I went down. I was at a soccer game, working a soccer game, and I hadn't gotten to walk around. I had just seen it, so I just went and walked around. And I'll tell everybody that's listening, get out to a baseball game, get out to a softball game because um, – I mean, these facilities are second to none as far as, as high school baseball facilities go and, and softball. And just everything around both of the stadiums looks so nice and the landscaping and the lights and, you know, the jackrabbits and the concrete and all that stuff. Um, and I'll actually, you know, I'm not telling everybody to go do this, but I was, I'm an employee and I work with the athletic department. So I went down and walked around the baseball field a little bit and my son would not leave. He's like two and he found one of y'all's helmets and was running around and would refuse to leave. So um, you all have a new fan, and that field is incredible. So We're going to have to run some triangles if there's a helmet out, Trent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I didn't mean to get anybody in trouble there. So, um, Coach Weaver, talk to us a little about how excited you are from the admin side of things to kick off the season. In yeah, this for new sure. We, we, we touched on this with softball, too, and I think, you know, there are a lot of different types of excitement aesthetically – they're beautiful. They're something for our community to be proud of. Um, we'll, I want to talk to our coaches a little bit more about um, some of their favorite features. As you mentioned, there are a lot of new things there for people to see. Um, there are also a lot of new things for, for uh, our, us to use to build even better programs than we've had. We've, we've got strong string, spring programs. Our softball and baseball programs have been excellent. Um, so it's it's a neat deal. We're in the 21st century, and we're even ahead of the curve now with these mm -hmm. beautiful facilities. But from an administrative perspective, one of the things I love is we're not going to have to reschedule nearly as many contests, tournaments, practices that have to move somewhere else. You know, I mean, if we have a lightning strike, yeah, we're off 30 minutes. Um, if it's sprinkling rain and we don't, we can still practice. If it's a if it's a downpour. 20 minutes after it's over, we're right back on the field. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if we, have a, if we have a hard rain in the morning, we don't have to – Coach Farrow doesn't have to get out of class and go walk around, figure out if we're going to be able to play and can we get <laughs> maintenance over here with, to help us get the field ready. And if we, you know, have to make a call, okay, by 3 or 2 o'clock we got to make a call. Those days are over. Um, no we know tarps. we can play. No more tarps. I, I wonder in my 20-plus years how many hours I've spent oh my gosh. doing that. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, because our field was obviously across across the city. wasn't on campus. So mm -hmm. I can imagine the number of times I drove from Forney High School over to mm -hmm. over to the park over at Warren Mulberry Park and uh, just to check and see if it was playable or practicable or what have you. And, you know, what an advantage now not to have to do that. And I'll, I'll just, you know, expound on that a little bit. Just this last Saturday after – after two days of icy storms and not being able to get out on the roads, um, you know, as soon as the temperature got up high enough to start drying stuff out, Saturday afternoon we were right there on our field mm -hmm. practicing. And, uh, you know, I made sure I told the kids you, you should feel real fortunate because there's a lot of people in the state of Texas that aren't getting to practice baseball today. So. And last year it wouldn't no. have been us. Oh, and, absolutely. And, and, no uh, chance. Monday would have been questionable. Absolutely. You yeah. know, yeah. we would have been looking at that sun today and knowing, okay, yeah, we're getting where – yeah, I mean <laughs> – Running over there, dragging it in between conference periods and lunches and, and, you know, talking to our maintenance guys and Bobby and those guys and, you know, hey, what's it look like now? Is it dry? You know, all that stuff. We're so you put that time into baseball prep now, we ought to really expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I one heck of a stellar baseball team. That's good stuff. So, yeah, there's, there's just so, on so many different levels, mm -hmm. these facilities make a difference in um, – I said this last week too, and I, and I think it's worth repeating. We can have the greatest facilities in the world. We could be playing at at the ballpark in Arlington, you know. By the way, the same turf company that 
the now, turf that's at the ballpark in Arlington. <laughs> now, that's same, Shaw. Yeah. Oh, this that's is a right, different that's one. That's right. That's right. This one is the same turf. Yeah. Yeah. This is it's it's more very, very I think it similar. has more variation. I very think, similar. You know, the, it is very similar. The the thing about this turf this is symmetry. Um and it's an AstroTurf product. Symmetry is the, the installer. But um and you know, we could have honestly could have a whole episode on turf. Yeah. We won't go into that all now. But they I didn't that. realize how much <clears throat> yeah. how many different turfs you're all looking at oh whenever you're gosh. planning Look, this stuff. There's a lot of different turfs. And I Because most people know, just think, you know, turf it's turf, you know. No, no, not yeah. at all. I mean, in fact you'll see there's three or four different turfs at our baseball park. You've mm-hmm. got the turf outside, which is more of a recreational type turf for looks and for kids to play on and then you've got infield turf you've got the outfield turf you've got the warning track turf you've got sections of turf that are higher um that are built for for um you know more heavy use around the Mm -hmm. bases not around the mound um you know it's just a um indoor hitting facility turf and you've got the turf at the indoor hitting facility which is totally a different product as well and and that's one great thing about this this company we have different turf on our football field we wouldn't you wouldn't want to put this turf on a football field, the football field's turf is built for a whole different right. uh, purpose. So the turf matches the athletic activity, and that's what's neat about this is it's very fine tuned. Our coaches can even fine tune it a little bit um, to play a little differently. So it's really neat, really neat stuff. Well, you were making another point before before you, you started talking about turf. Can you remember what it was? Nope. I may I may have interrupted you. <laughs> As my wife will tell you, I'm pretty good. I do know what it was. What it was is we can have the greatest facilities yep. Yep. in the world, but the thing that makes the program go is the people within mm-hmm. the facilities, right? You can you can build a, a Taj Mahal, and if the the leader in and the people inside that um, don't have the right perspective and the right work ethic and and don't do it the right way, then it's it's just a shell and mm-hmm. a sham, and we are super fortunate to have people like the the coaches and players we have in the room today. We said the same thing about softball last week. Um, that's what makes it go. It's a people mm-hmm. business, and so we're going to put great people in great facilities mm-hmm. in Forney ISD. That is the magic um, equation. Well, let's jump over real quick. Um, we are going to jump over to the north side of town. We have. Everybody represented today, but um, Trent, real quick, tell us about, so y'all just had a scrimmage, more full scrimmage than you had before. Um, from the player perspective, what did you see that, that you were surprised at? Maybe y'all did really well at, things you got to work on. Um, what were you seeing? Well, um, honestly, I, I didn't really see anything bad about it. It was more like better things like our shortstop, they got a really good hop. Mm-hmm. They were able to make the throw to first, stuff like that. Is there a player, a teammate of yours, um, that you are particularly excited to see play this year that you think may take a jump and and have a good year? Honestly, every single one of them. Yeah. Like our starting lineup, or everyone that is on our team is really good. So yeah, I'm excited for the season. All right, we're excited too. We're ready. We have to a lot of a lot of good competition for for mm-hmm. spots right now. You know, I tell the kids all the time. Right now, there's nine open spots, and uh, you know that's th- this year is, is is no exception to that. We um, I have a lot of great competition for playing time going right now. It's a good. That's a good problem to have. Kinda, a, right? it, it can be a problem yeah. in the end, but it is a good problem to have as a coach, most definitely. Yeah. All right. So for for people to come out, when do they need to come out to the ballpark and watch your net? When, when's your opening game? Um, tell us a game you're looking forward to. Maybe a team or a, an event or something you're looking forward to that'd be great for even if they're not a parent or a normal baseball fan. When's a great time to get out there? Well, actually, this um, this weekend is our is a we have another scrimmage at home this weekend. It's a three way scrimmage between Duncan, Bill Richardson, and us. Uh, uh, right now, it's ten- tentatively scheduled for Saturday, starting at eleven o'clock. Um, we have another uh, home scrimmage. Um, the final scrimmage is a Monday. I can't bring the date to you right quick. It's the week the week after Monday. Um, that'll be our final home scrimmage against Mesquite Horn. And um, then we then we kick off the regular season. After that, we're not back home again until our tournament. Okay. Uh, but I definitely want to want to plug our tournament. I'm sure um, I'm sure Coach Sparks will want to do do the same thing, um, especially since he kind of he's kind of ramrodded the whole thing. But um, we are co-hosting a tournament with uh, with our friends from North and also Royce City, and uh, that's that's the third weekend that we actually start playing. Um, not sure the exact date on that. Um, <laughs> Well, 
If he ramrodded it, he'll be up here in a minute. Yeah, he can yeah, tell us more. Let's just yeah. say that. He let's save that. Time. Save that for uh, for Coach Sparks. Uh, but our that third weekend tournament is going to be really exciting, and there's going to be a lot of good baseball out there. And yeah. you know, for the fans out there, the baseball lovers out there, that'll be a great time to come. You know, enjoy the new facility if you hadn't been there yet, and uh, see a lot of great baseball. Cool, and eat some good food because they have good concessions. Hey, what about peanuts? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have peanuts, peanuts in your concession stand. No shelled snacks, Coach. Come on. <coughs> No we got gosh. brand new turf. Well, you said you'd get the ones out of the. What about like out of the planters? Already shelled. Out of the, already out of the jar. Uh, I, I, you have to take. What about that. the little packets? The little packets with roasted peanuts for Coach O. Like that Southwest Airlines. Did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this gosh, is good though. Right. You got your, your coaches are already looking out for the new facility. That's good. That is good. That's a, that's a great thing. <laughs> that is good. So, before we we jump over to the north side of town. Tell us kind of, like like Coach, we were saying, what's your favorite new feature, I guess, that you get from this? Just the fact that you don't have to go walk around and check the mud, is that it? Well, that's definitely a, an advantage for sure. Um, like I said, showed up on Saturday and uh, had zero field work to do to get prepared for practice. Uh, that's key. But, um, honestly, my favorite part, believe it or not, is is the inside hitting facility that we have. It's not completely indoors, but it's, uh, it's completely covered, two ends enclosed and two ends um, of the four walls, uh, two of the four walls are are uh, hyper fence with uh, windscreen, so it's just about fully enclosed. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten a ton of work in there, and it's it's a great big facility, four four seventy foot cages. We divided a couple of those in half over on our side down, and we're getting a tremendous amount of work in there. Really, really fortunate to have that place. And a couple of times early when it was, you know, too cold to even be on a turf field, we were able to get in there and get a lot of work. Yep. I thought I kind of thought that's where he would go. That's yeah, a, that's a tough uh, feature to not put at the top of the list if you're mm -hmm. prepping a baseball team. It's um, it's really you know really unbelievable facility number one, and, and we're real fortunate to be able to have it. Like I said, it was it was so cold you couldn't hardly stand outside at one yep. point, but we were getting plenty of work inside there. We had uh, at one point we had 32 hitters going at at one time, so it's amazing, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it's, we're getting a lot of getting a lot of work in there. Well, and yeah. Good stuff. A lot, of folks, a lot of folks that don't have things like that aren't, aren't getting the work that we have. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just glad to hear how appreciative, you know, coach and the players are of stuff like this because it, it really we are extremely blessed to have a lot of the stuff that we have in this district. And I can say that just from my side of things and, and having the access to the equipment that my students have. Sure. And, um, you know, our kids do really get opportunities that a lot of kids just – they just don't have those. So, um, you know, it's no different in athletics. They're getting – they're getting an incredible opportunity, and we're actually going to get to talk to the north side, and I think they have some pretty cool stuff over there, too. Uh, they do. Yeah. They do. Absolutely. All right. Well, Jackrabbits, thank you all very much. We look forward to seeing you all play, and we're going to get out there and uh, check out the new field, tell everybody to go do it, and uh, see those those scrimmages. So thank you all. You bet. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So we're going to jump over, like we said, to the north side of town with yep. Coach Sparks and one of his players, Nick Gray. And um, I have not had a chance to get over to the north side of town, but I believe we just we have some real nice baseball facilities over oh, there as beautiful. well. Yeah, there, so the difference is the North Forney Fields are in the same place. They don't look the same, but they're in the same place they were before. Uh, the Forney Fields obviously are on campus for the first time that, for, in a long mm -hmm. time. Um, they were over at Warren Mulberry Park. So uh, North Forney is essentially a re- a reboot mm -hmm. of old fields and and a redo, and they're um, still doing things. I mean, I think they're they're still putting finishing touches on things at North Forney. Not on the field; these guys have been on the field for a while, uh, but uh, just aesthetics and and getting the the fan areas ready and and finishing finishing those things. the suites. And the yeah, boxes. I mean, they've still got they're still Hanging I think the TVs. they're even. Yeah, right. I'm sure they're going to come back and do some work, uh, even even maybe even beyond that, you know, on the fence, and just just to make it dress it up, make it look pretty. But functionally, it's the same. So, without further ado, welcome to the show. Thank welcome. you, thank you for uh, having us. So let's uh, let's jump in and get a little update from y'all. Where you at? How are things going? No, no, mm -mm. no. Nope. Sorry, peanuts. peanuts. Yeah, peanuts. peanuts. Yeah. We, need, we got we got to know about. Peanuts, we need to know. Right? We need to know what they like. You know, I'm I'm kind of like Coach Farrow. Um, the, you know, I've never eaten a peanut I didn't like, to be honest. I Although your description of, of 
those did not sound appetizing to it's, me at all. It tastes good, but the texture is different. Yeah, That's all said, I'm saying. You, you use the word slimy. The shell. But you don't soft. eat the shell. Those type of words and descriptions. You don't eat the shell, coach. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> just, you but just, you have to peel it. And if I got to touch it, I'm a very texture. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't do so it. So you don't I like oysters? I've never eaten an oyster, and I never will. Now yeah. you're missing out on that. Even, not even <laughs> a cooked one? No, no. I'm not a huge fan of them, but I had to try them. No. I mean, it tastes exactly the way it looks. Did you swallow it <laughs> exactly. or did you chew it? Just down it. See, yeah. the fact that you even asked that See, question yeah. is disgusting. Well, they're, they're pretty, <laughs> I, I mean, grew up with my grandparents. I'm very meat and potatoes. Yeah. You strike I, me I just, as a foodie. I'm very, very disappointed that you are being so obtuse. She's really upset that you won't eat these <laughs> wow. boogers of the ocean. That's what they are. Luckily, I'm an English, I'm an English teacher, and I know what that word means. If you could use that with, with uh, Coach Farrow, he'd have been over here just mind-blown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, peanuts. Nick? All right. So, all I need in a peanut is just salt. Okay. That's all I need. There you go. Because the shell, you could, it's too much work. You just got to grab them and just throw them in your mouth. Okay. There you so, go. you need like a jar, I need a jar of peanuts yeah. with salt all with over salt all yeah. over them. That's, That's all good. I need. You like peanut butter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My I, wife makes fun of me because my I have a pretty normal nighttime snack where I'll just go get a big scoop of yes. peanut butter and have a glass of milk. I do that all the time. Yeah. As do I. Great. Now, do you have a, a peanut butter preference? Uh, Jeff. No. Jeff Creamy. Jeff, yeah. Yeah, yes. Creamy? No, no one's a crunchy fan? No. I'm not really either. You I'm know, I've tried to, because I like the idea of Peter Pan peanut butter. You know, it's cute. Yeah, I've actually cute had that. It's, yeah, but it's, it's a little too sweet for me. It I is. think the Jif is more I like peanutty. Yeah. Whereas the Peter Pan... Just a little bit on the sweet side. So I like the Peter Pan logo, so yeah. that makes me want that. But right. I, And I don't remember the name, so um, forgive me. But um, my sister's way more into health and the foods that she eats than I am. I'm, I'm kind of just, I just yeah. eat it. Well, she had this peanut butter one day that I tried, and I think it was called like ballpark peanut butter or something. And it was started by, like I read the label, it was started by all these like minor league baseball players who were leaving the league and they they were, you know, Going out into business and together, and they or together, and they started this peanut butter company, and it was so good. But it was like, you know, this healthy one. So I don't know. It was like ten bucks a jar or yeah, something. Like, yeah. it was way more expensive. But it was really good. So if you see a baseball branded peanut butter, maybe cool. try it out. Yeah. Okay. Chelsea moms choose Jeff. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Jeff. Don't do that for them. Well, hey, Jeff. No. We're always fishing. Shout out. Tell you. We need a fishing. Texas peanut butter. Yeah, I need it. Whataburger needs to start a peanut butter. That's true. That's true. You know now peanut butter on hamburgers. I that's exactly great minds think alike because we I had a hamburger with peanut butter. Where was that, Coach? Were we the same place? No thanks. No, but I've had it before. Where did I have that? I've never had that. Kind of blew my mind. I know where it was. It was in an FCA event. Okay, and um, we're at a place that um, I don't know. You know, one of those deals with Danny Noah, and they had a hamburger with peanut butter on the menu and i said man i can't pass that i mean i cannot it's too sit here and not that try love. that i have to try right. it and it was delicious really really good really? i don't remember if it was minneapolis or indianapolis i don't know it was at a club volleyball tournament is where i got my first mm-hmm. experience with a peanut butter on a burger that's, it was pretty that's, good it was i yes. gotta say that's weird i've had it on waffles and that's good it was weird yeah. but it was good weird but then it starts melting and like dripping out of the waffles, it's yeah. Ooh, See, yeah, I, I like that. I yeah. like it when it gets a little warm. And, yeah, yeah. So then you've put peanut butter on toast. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I prefer jelly. I've put on it on. Toast. I've I've put it on. I'm yeah. telling you, you can put peanut butter on almost anything. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you, coach. So that's why the even the hamburger, I would probably. I mean, I got to try. Yeah, it. I mean, you I, need yeah, you really I'll do. You yeah. peanut butter guy, and you really need to try. It it. Sounds like a new menu item at the concession stand. Interesting. I like that. Yeah, I kind of do too. It, we kill two birds with one stone, away. right? Each. Because then you don't have to worry about the peanut shells That's like Pharaoh's yeah. concern on your turf mm-hmm. or blowing around your field. That's right. That's right. But you can still. I think every. I think all the sports need to have their trademark, their own item, their yeah. thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, at the you know North Forty baseball games, you can get a burger with peanut butter on it. Man, hey, you think you can? Y'all can lobby with your yeah. booster club for that, maybe. Or I was thinking like we'll we'll, we'll serve like Falcon. Oh my God. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
exotic. Okay, wow. So yeah. But you like won't turkey, try Instead of the turkey legs, you got a, a falcon leg, you got a falcon yeah. leg yeah. with the talons yeah. still on it. Yeah. And then like afterwards, you can wave it around. You know, you could certainly sell a turkey leg and call it a falcon. You could, yeah. I think that would probably be better. I feel like a falcon would not be very good. National Fish and Wildlife Service, I think, would probably come out. Yeah. I'm still upset that we're not allowed to have live mascots because I think both schools in Forney. I was literally. I think they about both that. have a cool opportunity for a live mascot. Every once in a while, I will ask the kids just out of nowhere, you know where I can get a live falcon? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I think them. we need one, like, yeah. pre game. We for this do. Game like right up. after the national anthem, one needs to fly across our Somebody needs to yes, get a falconer. Well, Somebody call a falconer. Yeah. All right. All right. Yes, it would be great. Let me say first, <laughs> nobody get, needs to give Coach Sparks any other <laughs> ideas. He has plenty of his own. <laughs> and secondly, it is against UIL rules to have a live animal mascots okay. or pyrotechnics at a UIL. So event. I have a question. Sorry. What if the falcon is not the school's? What if you hire? It's so it's a so live, you can't have a live animal. You can't have a live animal at as, a sporting event. That's as, the rule, right? Yeah, I mean, because if, if the rules, service animal, yeah, can you convince that the falcon is yes. your service animal, Coach? Coach, well, what Coach I'm saying Sparks, is, Coach Sparks has to have a falcon. What I'm saying is, can you have a guest come in and sing the national anthem? You can have a guest be part of it. You could have a halftime show at a football game. Who's to say that you can't hire a falconer to just come by the North Forney baseball game? He and just happened to be the University of Scholastic League, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not their mascot. They don't even know this falcon. <laughs> We're in a rabbit hole right now. No pun intended, we Coach Farrow. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we'll we'll work on it. Maybe Were you, you going to ask listening. them any baseball questions? No, no. Okay, well, I just, care. I hey, care more about peanut the peanut butter and live animal mascots. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, so yes. Now let's jump over to baseball and tell us where you're at. Hopefully, Coach doesn't stop me this time. Well. Um, <laughs> You know, like uh, like Coach Farrow said, we're just kind of getting rolling, and um, and we've got our first scrimmage uh, this afternoon and tonight. We've got a three-way with Mansfield Summit and uh, Frisco Centennial coming here, and uh, we were actually supposed to scrimmage this, this past Saturday, but um, couldn't make that happen. But you know, much like he said, um, you know, we practiced Saturday, and I just kept thinking if this was you know if this was last year, we wouldn't be on the field till Wednesday or Thursday. Um, but everything's kind of, you know, it's, everything's kind of, kind of starting to come into focus for us. And, um, you know, guys are, um, guys are starting to hit their strides and, you know, we've got some young guys that I feel like are going to step up and, and, uh, are definitely going to get some opportunities. This is probably, this is probably the deepest team that I've ever coached, honestly. Um, you know, and, and where we have competition at every position. Mm-hmm. Practically, um, which I, you know, I don't know if the, I, that can that can also. There's two ways to look at that. I mean, I can look at it like, well, you know, we, we've got a nobody's jumped up and taken the job mm-hmm. at this position, but at the same time, you know, it, it, it there's a little bit of pressure on the guys to to you know to compete and and to come through. So mm-hmm. you know, that, to me, that's the best kind of teams you can coach. Competition's a a great thing to have on a team, and it sounds like y'all have a pretty similar situation mm-hmm. going on on both campuses. So, the only thing that'd make that more interesting is if we could do trades. <laughs> we should talk about talk to the UIL about doing high school trades. Let's do that. See, it's funny you say that because I I offered one of my sub varsity kids to Terrell for a couple of fungos. Yeah, <laughs> and I, it didn't I, didn't know, go through. Yeah, they didn't. They weren't interested. Oh, so. Okay. Uh, that's like uh, we, we joke about that in the coaches office yeah. all the time about you know if we could just if I could make a blockbuster and go get <laughs> you know a kid from Heath or something yeah. that'd be awesome. Well, that's like what is that uh, semi pro they trade they trade their washing machine yes. for Ed Monix yes. uh, on the Celtics. He's like, well, or, you know, we weren't using ours; they needed one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, tell us a little about player perspective. What have you been seeing in the in the scrimmages? How are you feeling heading no. into the season? We've all just been ready for this next season since last year didn't go as expected. You know, we're ready to get back out there. Everybody's just super competitive, and we have people that can play just about every position out there. And we'll we'll end up finding ways to win down the road. So I'm 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 not really worried about how we are right now. Just going on in the future, we'll we'll figure out a way to win. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like y'all have a lot of a lot of gamers. I'm gonna put you on the spot, um, like I did with Trent. So, um, 
give me a teammate that you're really excited to see this year. You know, one that's really he, he got overlooked last year, Juan, Juan Cantua. He's he's been gaining a lot of confidence, you know, after coming off last year. He's he was hot and this year he's we're expecting him to stride pick up his stride where he left off mm-hmm. last year. There you go. Carry us. You got a thought about Juan? Is that a is that a is that one you're real excited to see too? Oh yeah. I mean him and this guy are are uh two of our seniors that um you know that are the backbones of our team. I mean, and Juan Juan's committed to Angelo State, and Nick's committed to Bozier Parish, and uh, um, just super excited about about those guys. And you know, we had a good we had a good year last year, Nick. Oh, I mean, yeah. don't just just completely I'm not, throw I'm not the saying whole thing. that we had a bad year. I'm just saying, <laughs> but, it, but I would have much it, rather been around. I know, and, and you know, we we uh, we had a kind of an abrupt exit in the in the first mm-hmm. round of the playoffs, and it didn't go the way that we we were wanting, but. Um, you know, the, the, the schedule, the, the schedule is set up this year for us to hopefully be playing our best baseball at the end of the season. Maybe we peaked a little too soon, but you know, it's the our schedule is a lot tougher this year than it was last year, but it's to, it's, it's in hopes of us being battle tested by the time, by the time that we need to be. And, uh, you know, that's really, you know, are we going to go 29 and six? Probably not. You know, but I think that we're going to be better off mm-hmm. when it's you know in in May. So, so we talked at the top of the show a little bit about the realignment for for Coach Farrow. Things are fairly similar to what he's seen before, um, and I know y'all are thinking about this season and and everything going on right now. But um, how how do you think you'll approach all this changing for North Forney jumping up to six eggs? That's a big jump. When we saw a jump for Forney at least, whenever Forney jumped from. <clears throat> What was then four A to or three A to four A and and um, it's it can go a lot of different ways. So what are you kind of looking at for that? Well, you know the the district is what we thought it would be. I mean, we were I'm not going to lie to you. We were kind of hoping you know maybe maybe we could get out of uh, having to play Rockwall Rockwall Heath. I mean, you're talking about two premier baseball programs. Mm-hmm. I mean, Heath is a defending state champion in six A. Um, Rockwall is right there with them. Um, but I mean, it is what it is, and and you know, I I, I didn't come to this school to dodge stuff like that. Right. So, uh, you know, we'll take on the challenge. We're not going to make any excuses. Um, but, you know, the only the only thing right now for us is that is you know we're going to be six A, but we don't really necessarily have six A numbers in our program. So I, I need you know we need to kind of grow the program a little bit more than what it is. I mean, we're sitting at you know forty five fifty kids, um, you know, and but, but you go and you look at Rockwell, Rockwell Heath, and you look at how many they have trying out and, and you know, stuff like that, it's, it's, it's different. Um, but, I've, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to put, you know, I, I obviously I want to focus on 2022, but um, I don't think there's any reason why next year in that district that we can't jump right in and compete. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the expectation. And uh, so we're excited. You know, I live in Heath. And, and I have a daughter that goes to school in Heath, or I've got three daughters, but I've got one at Heath High School. My wife is an assistant principal in Heath. I know a lot, a ton of the baseball parents, the baseball kids. I'm, I'm excited about it. Got some it. inside information. Yeah, that too, that too. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited about it. I mean, you know, I don't know, you know, it's luckily four teams make the playoffs, and mm-hmm. I kind of like our the by, the by district that, that kind of worked out for us. We're with the Garland schools and Wiley schools, and – so let's go get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, what an opportunity. And yeah. that, that seems like the way that you're looking at it. Right. And, and that's the way that, you know, everybody should, you can't do anything about the district alignment. Right. You know, you see good teams, you go, go after them. Right. Um, and I always say this to kids and stuff. If we're watching a game, you know, if, if, and those are great teams, but if the outcome was ever determined for a game, then you wouldn't play it. You know, y'all are going to go out there and you're going to play them and the score's going to be zero, zero when you start and go, right. you know, you know, you just, you show up and, and I, I think, you know, and I love that you're ready to go next year, but even if it is a tough transition next year, I don't think it'll take long at all. Um, right. You know, I've seen I've seen North change a lot just since North, you know, became a school. <clears throat> Whenever I was part of the first split graduating class and North was struggling at pretty much everything then and then real quickly are competing with Forney and everybody in our district and then winning districts and all that stuff, and it, it almost takes no time at all. It's just – one of those things that work. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it because we don't. We've never had a six A school in Forney, so right. 
that's going to be interesting. And, you know, is there even 6A, 5A, we're talking about them hosting a tournament. I wanted to ask you about this. The fact that they've both had these stadium rebuilds at the same time. You think there's a better there's a better town in the in the state right now that had that's better set up to host a baseball tournament. Than First Portland. off, we, we, this is the uh, best state in the nation for many reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just in general, but also for what we're talking about. I want to point that out first and foremost. Uh, this is also the best area of the state for athletics um, to be a high school athlete, in my opinion. Uh, most competitive in a lot of ways. Um, there are a lot of great facilities around us. We won't find any better than the ones that we are housed in now. And, um, so, you know, it's a, it's a, you said this earlier, it's a, our kids, it'd be nice if everyone recognized how blessed we are to be Mm -hmm. in Forney ISD, to be, to have the facilities we have, to have the people we have invested in our student athletes, um, to be a family with, with young people that have an opportunity to, you know, to, to whatever the sport is, but in this case, baseball, to be a baseball kid in Forney, Texas, America, um, at this time in our, uh, ever, you know, it's always changing. We've been there at three a and then yeah, four a, and then North Forney opens up in five a and blah, 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 blah. But it's just a, it's a really exciting time. I think right now, because, um, there's so much dynamic growth in facilities, in campuses, in the community, um, with our comp- our competitors, um, it's just it's an exciting time and um, it's a it's an opportunity to rise to that challenge and and keep on being great as we have been and, and as we've risen to every one. Sometimes it takes a little longer, you know. Mm-hmm. I will I've always said the sweet spot usually of a classification is to get on the top end. You know, we we've a couple of times we've entered five four A or five A, mm-hmm. barely entered it and been on the bottom end and got stuck on the bottom end for a while because our growth was not very fast. And then, you know, you get up there um, historically when Forney High, before North Forney existed, when Forney High got up in the 18, mm-hmm. 18 to 1900 uh, student range and was on the top end of the old 4A, man, it was, Forney was going mm-hmm. and blowing, you know, super competitive and everything. And that's just a kind of a, a neat place to be. The difference in 6A is there ain't one. There's right. not a top end, right? I mean, it's, it's once you're up there, come on. We can't grow. Let's grow, yeah. right? Let's grow. We can't grow fast enough. We're not going up in alignment again. Right. We're there. This is the top. So the more people move in, the more coach can grow his program, the more numbers we can pull in here, and the more exciting it is for everybody, the better it gets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's bad for traffic, but good for baseball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I and I I didn't haven't haven't said much about the the uh, facility since I since I came on, but. Um, just to echo what Coach Farrell was saying, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, this is my 22nd year. Um, this is the second place I've been at where we had turf. Um, but to 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 get to go out and, and look at different products and, and for that to come to fruition and – but not just that. I mean, you know, you look at – and obviously one thing that we – that we're getting over on the on the north side is, is the new field house. And it's state-of-the-art. And uh, it, it is going to completely, you know, change the way that, I mean, it, it changes the way it looks. It changes mm-hmm. the way that we function as an athletic department. Um, you know, and then when you get out to the baseball field, I mean, we haven't had a chance to get into our cages yet. But, uh, you know, I walk through there practically every day just to see what else little thing they've done. And it's going to be amazing and, and, you know, how close they are and, you know, the covered stands. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Um, and I love – you know, I drive to work. I, when I drive to work, you know, now when I, as soon as I see the school off in the distance, I can see the nets yeah. from the baseball mm-hmm. softball fields and then the the covers over the over the seating, and it's just it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, and and you know when you've got when you've got people from other towns like Rockwall, you know mm-hmm. that are telling that are coming up to me and saying, "Man, we saw your facilities online." They're unbelievable. We've never seen anything like that. And I mean, they've got pretty nice facilities over there. Oh yeah, Rockwall. yeah. So it's not, you know, but I'm telling you, we took it to a whole new level. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and in athletics where it's competitive, you know, people are trying to one-up each other. Yeah. So right now I think that we're at the top of that heat. Mm-hmm. Coach Weaver's just going to have to do something every few years to keep just us keep there. Keep us there, yeah. 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 I mean, we spend sleepless nights trying to figure out how to keep y'all happy. Yeah. Y'all are so high maintenance. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> some more Are than you? others, <laughs> Coach Farrow. Some more than others. Well, it's. I mean, I had a, I had several friends that went from Forney and you know bounced around playing at JUCO or whatever, and I went to a lot of those stadiums, and this is every bit as nice, if not nicer, than all those stadiums. So, um, you said you're going Bozier Parish. Yes, sir. Well, I got a, my mom's from Bozier. I got a lot of family in Bozier. Um, I have not seen their facilities, but I'll tell you, enjoy the ones that you have right now a lot because they're they're probably going to be even nicer than the ones that you see at the oh, next level. Are. And so it's, uh, I mean, just the fact that, that we're talking about that is awesome. And and we're going to see some, I think with our district realignments, we're going to see some other really nice facilities. I was just thinking about um, McKinney North. I wasn't expecting oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, their, their baseball <clears throat> field is, you know, is top two in the state probably. Or, I mean, their football field is oh, – is, well, they have that stadium. It's, yeah, it's massive. It's and beautiful. they share it with Boyd and with High or whatever, but um, it's right there with, with Allen Stadium. So It is really pretty. They have I mean, a lot of that baseball stuff. and softball. You know, you're right. Well. I mean, it's um, – if you look at that 6A district, obviously, mm-hmm. um, you over Mes- – you're talking about football stadiums, yeah. but Mesquite's at – Mesquite was a way on the front end with Memorial of, yeah. of big stadiums in the state, big, beautiful facilities, and um, – Still Rock, very Rock, cool. Rockwall, I mean, obviously has beautiful facilities, football, baseball, softball, all, all the way around. Um, Royce City's facilities are extremely nice, have been for a long time. Tyler has beautiful facilities over there with Rose and, uh, you know, all that area out there around the, the uh, convention center and the park and all that. Um, and, and now, as Coach said, you know, we would have been coming into that kind of with our tail dragging a little mm-hmm. bit, coming into a group of, of schools that had kind of been out there for a while. Um, not anymore. We can we can stick our chest out and mm-hmm. walk out on our facility and be be more proud than anybody. Well, and, and com- competitive balance. I mean, you know, that's that the one thing I kept thinking about last year when we weren't able to get on our field was I think about Highland Park and I think about Roy City. You know, um, who were two of our two of the playoff teams last year, and I was thinking, man, they're out there practicing because yep. they, they've mm-hmm. got. Well, now we're in that boat. Yeah, it's funny because uh, Coach Farrell he said, uh, you know that. They weren't going to practice on grass or anything before they – we only will step on an actual real field when we go to Greenville and District. Right. Every scrimmage, every tournament, playoffs, district, we're, it's all turf, 100%. Yeah. And that's something that so, tells you a lot about the last 10 years in, yeah. in high school athletics, mm-hmm. and it's particularly, again, in this area, in Texas, in this part of the state, um, but, but, but just the investment in facilities and excellence and competitiveness, good place to be. How are you going to keep your players from big time in Greenville and being like, oh, grass? Uh, well, hopefully. <laughs> They're going to get spoiled real hopefully quick. Hopefully we've, we've, you know, we've instilled a little class yeah. and, and character into them that they wouldn't do hopefully. that. Hopefully. And be fortunate about what they have. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to look back too far to see, you know, to where we were kind of in their boat. Yeah, that's true. You have to worry about that three, four years down the road whenever yeah. kids are all only playing on turf the whole time. Yeah. But yeah. these ones know how good they've got it. That's right. Well, we all know how good we've got it in the district and how good we've got it on the 126. We're at an hour. It doesn't feel like it. but It doesn't. Yeah, I hope our listeners uh, will subscribe. Mm-hmm. Show us how good you got it, too, to yeah. have uh, the world's greatest podcast on Forney Sports. Yep. And, right here uh, in your backyard. Right here in your backyard. We're, we're proud to bring these guys on uh, this week just as we are proud to boast about our, our people, our student athletes, and our coaches every week. And um, it's going to be exciting spring now. For for it's always been exciting spring because we've had competitive teams and we got great folks and and a great atmosphere. But now for a whole another reason, people can come out and enjoy the spring with us. And um, even if it's icy, you can still come out and see, even if it's raining, yeah. you can sit under a covered, uh, you know, bleachers at the at the ballpark and watch. But and eat a um, peanut butter hamburger. Maybe if Coach Sparks will do what we. Have strongly suggested for him to we, do. We might, we might. <laughs> I, I just want to say one thing. Like, I think one one thing about the facilities is that I'm pumped about about these seniors. That you know, honestly, when I got here, I, I probably would have bet you that they are not going to get to experience something like this. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you know that this is how they're going to go out, and because you know all the kids that graduated last year keep coming back, and 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 they're like, I cannot believe this. I cannot believe that I graduated, and here we are. X amount of months later, yep. and this is what it looks like. And uh, so I'm pumped for them and, and, you know, especially the people that have lived in Forney for a long time. And, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a dream come true. So, Yeah, especially you mentioned it for those seniors. We were talking about it the other day. I can't believe that, you know, we're 
we're almost three years into all this COVID stuff and everything. And it's like the, the majority of their high school career has been this mm-hmm. has been so weird and upside down. And so to be back to some normality with a little cherry on the top is, is pretty cool. Um, so yeah. that's, yeah, I agree. I think it's awesome for the seniors and, and yeah, you get to rub it in the faces of the guys who graduated last year for a little bit. So, yeah. For one, one year. year. There you go. Hey, y'all go, uh, put an exclamation mark at the end of North Forney's five, a life. Span. Yeah. yeah. This is it. Yep. And, um, our list for our listeners, like I said, subscribe to the podcast mm-hmm. and go watch some baseball. Go enjoy those parks along with our coaches mm-hmm. and kids. Doesn't matter where you go, you're not gonna get rained on. Yeah. Baseball, softball, north, south. Um, doesn't matter. We got that tournament. Did you fi- figure out what dates? Right, March 10th, 10th through the 12th. There you go. Okay. March 10th through the yep. 12th. Big event at Forney High, at North Forney, and at Roy City. Skip the Roy City, but come see games at both of our places and uh, um, have a little fun. Join us in the fun with those new fields. All right. Thank you both for being on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. it. And thank you all for listening. We will be back next week.